It's time for the Unsolicited Advice Podcast. With over 20 years experience talking smack to each other and good at cracking cold ones and talking football, this is your favorite source for fantasy football wisdom. And now, here's your hosts, Charlie and Bryce. Gentlemen, Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryce. As always, I am Bryce and with me today, Charlie, I don't know if you knew, but your quarterback's pretty handsome. He's a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, he's uh to the point where DGQ. like GQ. Yeah, he attended a Warriors game. He did with Chris McCaffrey, George Kittle, and Kyle Yushek. And they're all good-looking dudes, right? Yeah, yeah, George is like, you know, whatever, but So who but, did the Warriors cheerleaders only give daps to? Jimmy G. Sit literally, Jimmy G is in between Chris McCaffrey, George Kittle, and Yushek, and all of the cheerleaders, Just literally the entire squad only go straight to Jimmy G and they pass everyone else by. Chris McCaffrey was probably like this is the first time this has ever happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, never... Olivia Culpo was like, yes! <laughs> yes! He was probably like, I'm never hanging out with Jimmy in public again. Yeah, this yeah is, exactly. This is traumatizing. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It was, pre- awesome. it was pretty funny. I think me and him would get along. I think who, we would... who, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, both two just stodly looking gentlemen. Thank you, yeah. I, I don't know. know that the Warriors cheerleaders would come up to you. They probably but... would. You, I mean, I'd be like, so you know, if I'm you like, and Jimmy G were sitting next to each other, you think they would come up to you instead of Jimmy G? Yeah, just like you know, I'm like the wild card. You know, they're like, "Damn, <laughs> who is that? I have no idea who he is, but he obviously isn't famous and has no money because he's wearing a shirt that says Feels Great Baby.'" Sitting next to Jimmy G. Yeah, I mean, well, which I, if they know sports, they know Jimmy G said that, right? Which of course I would wear that if I ever hung out with him. Right, right, um, right, but. Yeah, I think I would. So the wild card, so the dark and mysterious type. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're going for, right? So you'd have to wear wear all black. Maybe like a jean I'd denim jacket. Have to bring out the eyes a little bit. Wear some blue. Yeah, well, well, the denim jacket could do that. The backwards hat would do it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to cut for it the beard. I don't know if you could pull off the five o'clock shadow like Jimmy G though. No, no one can. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a thing of beauty. That's right. That's right. Um, Bryce, Charlie. I don't think we have any like major news. Let's just let's just dive right into this thing. You just want to do what we do best? Yeah. Charlie. Let's, Bryce, let's talk some football. Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh no. Oh god. I couldn't get my fat finger under it. Cheers. Cheers. It's not the only time that's happened. Ah. All right, Charlie, let's start with the best game of the weekend. And I'm not talking about Vikings Bills. I'm talking about Panthers Falcons. I'm about sick and tired of terrible football on Thursday night, but whatever. Um, I wouldn't call it terrible. It was bad. Um, you know, I don't think any time that the Dirty Birds lose, it's not a terrible thing. Uh, we did have to play through what was essentially a tropical storm or the remnants of a tropical storm. Yep. So. Uh, probably uglier than what it probably should have been. A lot uglier than the first match two weeks prior. Right, right. Uh, it was wet. It was rainy. It was crazy. It was windy. Um, Charlie, the the Panthers are feisty, but 
but not as feisty as like the Falcons are, right? Like the Falcons can be feisty one day and go beat like a six and three team, an eight and two team, right? And then Mariota looks like a high school quarterback trying too mu- trying too hard to do really stupid, yeah, stupid things. Yeah, I like the Panthers. So I I won't I don't want to talk about much about the Panthers, but the Panthers are feisty, but only feisty enough that a team. Who's maybe at or below 500? Probably they shouldn't lose to the Panthers, but the Panthers are good enough to win those games. Hey, they're three and one in the division, aren't they? Um, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, no, because yeah. we only won three games. We've only won three games. That's Two all. You, won. That's all you've won. Tampa Bay. We've won three. New games. Orleans and Atlanta. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're yeah. Three and one yeah. in the division. That's right. Yeah. I always forget about the Saints game. I don't know why. Maybe it was because it was Jameis. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, so, um, Charlie, last question. I ha- I mean, the Panthers are feisty, not feisty enough. Like, we'll talk about this week, but they're not feisty enough to do anything crazy. But, Charlie, when are we going to see Desmond Ritter, I think, is the main question. Because Mariota looked like trash. Yeah. Um, I think that if they thought they he gave him the best chance to win, that he'd already be in. Um, this was a really, really bad game from Mariota. Um, like how bad does Ritter have to be for him to not play if Mariota stacks another game of this? It's not necessarily bad. It's just not ready. You're not ready for the offense. You're not ready to, you, if, if the opposing team doesn't feel threatened by his passing game, that will ruin their ability to run the football. Yeah. And I think that would completely ruin their game plan. Now, Marcus Mariota isn't posing any threats currently. He right. has played well, though, at times, and um, I would like to see Desmond Ritter. I would, too. I don't think that will happen until they're mathematically they're all the way out. Yeah, out of the playoffs, which may not happen for... I mean, they... They're the two seed right now. They're they're probably no, going to be in, in it. Division, yeah, they're going to be probably be in it till the very end, so... We'll see. I mean, not if he keeps playing like that, though. Right. All right, buddy, let's move on here. Uh, we had our first Germany game, and Charlie, we could talk about the game, but first I want to pay our respects. The Germany game was sick. Yeah. It was electric all game long. The fans stayed for, like, hours after the game, just singing karaoke yeah, in karaoke. the stands. Just like, and they if, were, did you see they, the beers they were drinking? Oh, my God, they were fucking huge, Charlie. They were well, huge. And Tom Brady came out and said, like, they went in. There was a huge tailgate really early. Yeah. And... They got into the stadium, and like when they ran out an hour early to warm up, it was like jam packed. I believe it. I mean, it. He said it was just incredible uh, when they all sang "Country Roads" by John Denver. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? Holy cow, that was yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, it's just they definitely got to go back to Germany. They're definitely going to go back to Germany. Yeah, I bet. and they. I guess the NFL said they're also exploring Spain and France. No, you just found the best spot right now. Just yeah. maximize that first. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, no, I agree. But it was pretty awesome. Not, I mean, it was a decent game too, and it was like, a decent it game. Turned out to be a pretty decent game. Um, but Seahawks, def- was, Seahawks got kind of swallowed by the Bucks defense here until um, Geno turned it on at the, at the end to make it a game. Yeah, just a little little dollar late, basically a, a dollar late. He a says. dollar late. Yeah. Um. But Charlie Rashad White, thing. people say that all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's just like off the schneid. Yeah, 
No, that's. I've heard. I, you can ask my wife. We've heard it a million times ever since that no, no, day. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Oh, off a dollar off. Do, dollar late. Dollar you, late. You didn't even say the same thing because you just made shit up. <laughs> that's what. I, yeah, day late, dollar short. That's yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't ever call you out on this, Bryce, but yeah. you mix up phrases all the time. And I do it all the time. Different phrases yeah. all the time. All the time. I, just, I think it's just part of the. If someone, if there's someone out there that listens to us and fi- finds any part of what we do charming, it's the fact that you can't get a phrase right. I but would, I would love. Great. They, you know, the point gets across, right? But I like it, you know. So I don't ever. I call would you love out. to hear all of my mix-ups put oh my into God, like one dude. mash. It would, that be, would be that would be it would be a great high school English lesson. It would be awesome. <laughs> I, I would enjoy that. I would. Well, okay. Well, I'm ha- I. I feel much better knowing that you realize that, yeah, and that I didn't just break some news. To no, you. you didn't break news. Okay, no, good. I know good. I say it good. all. Good. I know I say things wrong all the time. I, okay, good. Dollar, dollar late. A dollar late. Yeah, I never heard that before. Yeah, people say that all the time, <laughs> but they do say off the schneid. Off the schneid is legit. I said that on a whim, yeah. but that is a legit saying. No, I know it. I know it now. Okay, good. Just want to make sure that stays legit. Alright, um, do you have anything else about this game? Uh, the only thing I would like to point... out we were talking football there for a second. Right? Uh, Rashad White. I think he's going to start taking over the backfield for the Yeah, Bucks. I like him. I like him. And, uh, he's got and, a little bit more juice than Lane. And frankly, I think a lot of teams that are needing to turn their seasons around are realizing, hey, we can do that by running the football. And we can get into some more as we get to them. But Tampa Bay, hey, maybe... We can do this thing if we run the football, yeah. which is just football 101, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. All right, buddy, uh, let's move on to uh, what actually was the best game of the weekend, Vikings-Bills. Um, absolutely electric from the basically halfway through the third quarter. It was a great game. Other than that, like in the first half and then half of the third quarter, this was all Bills. I mean, it was all Bills. The Vikings scored, but it was 24-10, to 10, I think. With 24-14, one of the two. Yeah. Uh, and basically until, like I said, halfway through the third quarter, and all of a sudden the Vikings came to play. Yep. And, um, Charlie, I want you to make sure that you go ahead and make your apology to all the Vikings listeners out there because you have consistently said that they are fraudulent from uh, day one. Uh, even into the preseason, you said their defense would be trash and that they wouldn't go anywhere and that you really didn't believe them. Charlie, they are now 8-1. and one. What do you have to say for yourself? The Jets beat the Bills, too. So what is that? But that doesn't talk about the Vikings. Well, I, have, I can still defend my case as far as their defense being trash, despite the fact they got two interceptions and um, a clutch. Game-winning interception. Recovery. Yeah. Um, I think there's more to talk about Josh Allen with that, believe it or not. And there is a conversation we need to have about Josh Allen. Um, but the Vikings are a good team. That's all you're willing to get? That is all I'm willing. <laughs> I'm not going any further than that. All right, we'll take it. Vikings fans, deal with it, because that's the most that you're going to get in why are, a long time. Why are the Vikings underdogs at home this week against the Cowboys. That I would like to know myself. It's because everyone else knows the Vikings are frauds too. See, but no, I would, like, in my game pick, I'm going to take the Vikings here. I'm going to take the Vikings in that game, hands down, no questions asked. 
You heard it here first. Heard it here first, folks. That's right. All right, so that is the Vikings summed up into a, a thing. Yeah, a thing there. Let's have the conversation about Josh Allen. Okay. I want you to start the conversation, but I want you to start the conversation, Charlie, like we are starting an intervention talk. Josh, listen. When it gets into crunch time, there's a lot of stress, obviously. There's a lot of pressure, and um, you have a you have a great support system around you, okay? And I hope you know that. That's why we're all here, Josh. That's why we're here, and the entire city of Buffalo loves you, Josh. Josh, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> what? What is now, going through now your mind? Charlie, now Charlie. Now no, Char- Josh. No, now, Charlie, Listen. you agreed to the rules. Keep your voice down, mister. We didn't set any ground rules for this intervention. Charlie. Josh, why are you making these? The, oh, that second gosh. interception of Patrick Peterson, okay? Patrick Peterson was the only person that had a chance to make a play on that ball. And it was second and ten with five minutes left to go. So here's... Here's what you don't have. You don't have a problem with the clock. You don't have a down a distance issue. You don't. You're only down by a field goal. It's overtime. Why are you forcing it to Gabe Davis on second and ten in the red zone? I mean, it was, it was, it was disgraceful. Is what it was. And this is the second week in a row that he freaking melted like a Hershey bar under pressure when it mattered and he it's not like he was okay if it was fourth and ten or you had one play left because of the clock there would be a like it was still a terrible play terrible pass what are you thinking but there would be a slightly more of an excuse I guess is what I'm trying to say but this was just awful and I bet Bills fans are very concerned. You have a great team. But th- that's th- two weeks in a row. You lose two that you that you needed. I mean, they went from the first seed in the AFC, the whole AFC, to the sixth seed with those two losses. I mean, with this loss in particular. But, I mean, that, they're third in the AFC East. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That part is crazy. Third in the AFC East mm-hmm. is absolutely wild. So, Charlie, I'm I'm glad there are two sides of this story, in my opinion. And I'm glad you took the Josh Allen side because I'm going to take the offensive coordinator side. In the first, did you, in the first half, Charlie, Devin Singletary was running down the Vikings' throats. He had four, almost 50 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. What did he do in the second half? Absolutely nothing. Why? What stopped working? What stopped working to the point that you stopped even attempting to run the ball? Nothing. Nothing. And that I'm blaming the offensive coordinator here. For the last two weeks, they continue to just be mesmerized by Josh Allen. And I get it. But look at what Green Bay just did with Aaron Rodgers. You run the damn ball. You run the damn ball, especially when your running back is running well, showing life. And had two tutties in the first half alone. You run the damn ball. 
It, it just like that entire overtime felt like it was just pass after pass after pass. Even if it was just little dinks and dunks, in my opinion, it's not necessary. Like Josh Allen is making mistakes. Yes. But I think it's more out of an abundance of volume, right? Like if you take a series of plays that Josh Allen makes, right? If you took 20 throws, more than likely in Josh Allen's career, one of those 20 might be an interception, right? I would say the chances of if he had 20 attempts, he'd probably uh, have at least one interception in there. I mean, if you look over his whole career, sure. Over the past... Before the past two weeks, the previous year and a half, I don't know. I, I my a, my point is my point is this: if you take a uh, if you take a snapshot of his work, Josh Allen does make mistakes, right? Any quarterback does, but he does show a te- more of a tendency to make some errant throws than like a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers. Maybe not this year, but in previous years, right? So I think everyone compares him to Patrick Mahomes. So if you compare the two. Uh, like Josh Allen does make more gunslinger throws, right? Than Patrick Mahomes does, and that that kind of bites Josh Allen in some instances here. What I'm trying to say is, run the damn ball here, right? I, I think it's more of they are putting too much on Josh's shoulders to go out and go win these games by throwing almost 50 damn times, Charlie. I, we always the two things that the Buffalo Bills needed to improve on from last year was their rushing defense, which they have improved, and it was also run the damn ball, Charlie. They had life in the running game, and they completely, completely went away from it in the second half. That to me made the difference in this game. No, that's a great point. Um, I have no qualms with what you said there. I'm good with it. Okay, I think a lot of it. Yeah, it's it's a combination. A little bit of game management, a little bit of Josh Allen making mistakes, but two losses in a row, and they're that's wa- tough. They got to bounce back. They're one and two in their division, right? So, mm. Mm. all right, bud. Let's move on here. We had the Lions at the Bears, uh, Charlie. Uh, we kind of figured this game. I think we both said this game could be a shootout. I think we didn't. We say that. Didn't we say there would be a lot of? Yeah, we split on this game too. Yeah. Who did I have? Chicago. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Um, there was a lot of points. Yep. Chicago does end up losing this game based off of a missed PAT, 31-30. Um, Charlie, the Lions get their first win on the road in Dan Campbell's era, which is good. Do, do you want to talk about the Lions first, or do you want to talk about Justin Fields? Two weeks in a row, the Lions... Okay. Well, I was about to say the Lions defense. Well, not really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Lions defense made plays this week, and I would say two weeks in a row, the Lions defense closed out the game, um, which is absolutely a new development for them. I mean, Justin um, Fields had the ball in his hands on fourth down to, you know, go get the win, and uh, you're right. The Lions defense stood strong, and they, you know, didn't let him get the first down. So that has to mean something. Also, what I think is is great for the Lions, and I think a strong indicator of great coaching, they they won a a Lions Super Bowl, if you will, by beating the Packers last week, and they didn't ride that high so far that it prevented them from performing in this game. 
and they were able to turn around and win another divisional game. You know, it's not likely the Lions are going to be able to do anything here, but that's a, I mean, that's a big turnaround. That's something that they should be very proud of. They've had so many games that are so close where they need to make one more, one more play than the other team or one less mistake. They were able to do that two weeks in a row. Now, it wasn't as close of a game against the Packers, but um, great for the Lions. What you got on the Bears? Um, Joseph Fields looks really good. It's it's yeah. clicked. It's, yeah. it's finally clicked. It, yeah. At least that's what it seems like. Now, I am still concerned about the running part, right? Like, yes, he's phenomenal, and yes, it, he's making unbelievable plays. He is unbelievably fast as well. And that's kind of the dual threat quarterback that he is, right? Like, I think this year we're seeing, at least in recent weeks, we're seeing more of a transition for, like, someone like Jalen Hurts has been more of a pocket passer as of late. Now, he did have a rushing touchdown, but he's not running like Justin Fields is running the ball, right? Right. And and it's even to the point where it's like, they got Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery in the backfield, Charlie, and they're barely even touching the ball. That's how effective Justin Fields is is at running the ball right now. So I get it; they got to ride the hot hand. But this offense has come to life. Yeah. Anyone, if you, if Cole Komet is still out there on waiver wires, Darnell Mooney, IR, Cole Komet. No way. Since when? He got hurt. They just said it was a thigh issue. That's all I've read today. It was just a thigh issue. You talking about Goddard? No, I thought Cole Komet went on IR too. I. Unless that happened recently, I, ju- I was just reading that he only has right, only not, a thigh. I'm, I'm gonna look it up just to, just okay. to be sure. I so Cole Komet's been on fire right now. Yes, he uh, has been. Um, the Justin Herbert looks, or sorry, Justin Fields looks good. Um, the Bears' defense has looked somewhat impressive at times. Never Charlie. mind. I'm sorry. He's not on, not on IR. All right, good. You just scared the shit out of me. Sorry, because <laughs> I had I had Zach Ertz. And then I picked up Cole Komet and Zach Ertz. Obviously, just went down, so I would have been really, de- I would have been dead in the water. Um, so yeah, um, Bears look okay. We'll see if Justin Fields can play like this through the rest of the year. The Bears have so many first-round draft picks; they got to be really, really excited. As of right now, when you look at the first round of uh, the first-round quarterbacks taken in that draft, who's the number one? So you're looking at Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. Right. Um, there's one more, I think. There's no way Justin Fields was the last one taken in that first round. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess the next one was Davis Mills. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's pick your poison there, right? I, I mean, would say. The way Justin think, Fields has been playing recently, I yeah. mean, I think you definitely say Justin Fields. I think that they've figured out how to use his talent. Right. Um, I'm just worried because we all know that hasn't meant longevity in the NFL. So, we'll see. All right, but let's move on to a game um, that we can probably talk about in less than a minute. Um, Broncos and Titans, they played uh, in Punt City, Charlie. I don't know if you ever heard of Puntsville, um, but they—that's where they played the game. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm familiar. In the first half, nine punts. Nice. From, like from both teams combined, there were nine punts in the first half. Nine. That is unbelievably high number. 
Um, you know, Charlie, honestly, the Titans just found a way to win, right? I mean, the Titans found a way to win this game. I don't know what more you can say here. I mean, I think we know who the Broncos are. Jerry Judy did get hurt in this game, and I do think that played a big part here because that was their deep threat. That's how I thought the Broncos could win this game. Him being out drastically changed that. They didn't have that big play potential. I think uh, when you've got Derrick Henry, once once November hits, it's Derrick Henry show. Tractor Cedo season, hundred and thirty yards a game yeah. after no once November starts in his career. I can't wait. He has the easiest remaining running back schedule of any running back in the NFL, mm. fantasy point wise. He plays literally every single team he plays is the easiest schedule amongst fantasy football running backs for the rest of the year. I can't wait. I do have him in your league. Oh, my gosh, I can't wait. I'm waiting for that 50-point or 45-point game because it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. All right, bud, we had the Jags and the Chiefs. Relatively quiet game. Patrick Mahomes popped off for four tutties. That was a big deal. Uh, Jags, you know. Hung around, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Again, Trevor Lawrence, eh. Mm. Eh. Mm-hmm. ETN even, eh. Yeah. I, I mean, we are, we know who the Chiefs are, Charlie. Yep. What? What? Is it the... I mean, Christian Kirk had two touchdowns. That was cool. Yep. The two passes to Christian Kirk were pretty good. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence seemed to be... And I don't know what the Chiefs are doing defensively, but Trevor Lawrence seemed to turn it on there in the late... Late of the fourth, but in the fourth in general. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're going to exit this year and we really still won't know who Trevor Lawrence is. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, this is second head coach, so I think this is kind of like his rookie season. And we'll find out a little more next year. Yeah. And the Chiefs are who we think they are. Yeah. They're good? Yep. All right. Let's move on. We had the Browns at the Dolphins, Charlie. Uh, and Charlie, Jeff Wilson Jr. fit right in. Yep, sure did. Uh, and then Raheem Mostert said, you know what, you're not going to take, you're not going to come in here and take my job. Both running backs over had, had over 100 yards rushing. On the Browns' defense? Like, if I would have told you Sunday that, hey, Charlie, would you take the bet the Dolphins have over 200 yards rushing, or that Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. in his first game in Miami, running the same scheme. Second game. But still, second game. Would have over 200 yards rushing. Would you take that bet? No. Especially against the Browns. I right. wouldn't. I would, there's no way I would take that bet, right? Right, right. What happened? They figured it out, I think. The Dolphins? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. You think their run game figured it out? Or? I think they figured out the run game with those two. Um, and Tua played amazing. Tua played well. Yeah, Tyreek and, and Waddle both uh, played well. But the whole offense is clicking. Yeah. I was I was impressed with Bradley Chubb looked good in this game, this second game. He looked good. I, you know, I don't know that we can judge the Browns' offense. Like, I'm going to say that the Dolphins' defense looked good because I think objectively they did look good. Amari Cooper got shadowed by Xavier Howard like we knew he would all game long, and he didn't really do much with it either. I I don't know. I mean, I think it, that's kind of who these two teams, like 
I think I think know, Miami I hate to keep is saying that. good and getting better. Right. And they're going to be a serious threat in the playoffs. And we'll see who the Browns are when Deshaun Watson comes back. I think we just two weeks ago, we talked about how Miami needs to figure out their run game. Yes. And look at that. And there you go. Yep. And they have. So now their main issue is their defense. And, yeah, they played pretty good. Um, we need to see some consistency, but um, – I mean, shutting down Chubb, the Chunt duo is is a big deal, and yeah, that's exactly what they did. Yep. Um, so I was I was impressed. Yeah, I was impressed. They had a good game plan. Yep, they had a good game plan. All right, buddy. Let's go on to the next game. This game was played. Uh, it's probably a lot closer than Giants fans would like. Giant Texans at the Giants, but Charlie, this is who the, the Giants are. And again, I hate to keep saying that, but like we're at week eleven, guys. Like listeners, like. You got to understand, we pretty much know who these these teams have established their identities yeah. for the most part. I'm not saying a team yeah. can't shift. I feel like we're still every week like we're just still so hot and cold on teams. Like, how do you feel about the Seahawks now? How do you feel about the Bucks now? Yeah. How do you feel about? I mean, I just feel like there are so many teams that every week surprise you one way or the other. I just meant like they're who they are, what they do is surprising on a week to week basis. Right. But like if I don't think any giants fan would say that they would honestly have blown out the Texans. We'll have to ask Mike Straub about that, but like, I bet he expected to you like, well, and that might be, you know, just Mike Straub's enthusiasm for the giants. But like, I think we kind of know who the giants are, right? Like they're going to win these games but they're not going to blow them out by any means. And that's exactly what happened. The Texans hung in there for a large majority of this game. And the Giants Giants had to go win it, Chuck. Yep. Um, and I also think the Texans are a team that just are a pest. Like, they will just hang around. They will give you some problems. Do you think Lovey Hunt – or <laughs> Lovey Hunt. Lovey Smith gets the uh, – the one-year deal, like last, like they did to Collie last year. You think he gets fired after this year? Well, that's kind of what we've said all along. I just don't know that if his team doesn't do any better. I mean, he still has to win three more games. Yeah. To get to last year's record. Yeah. Um. So. But they could have the number one overall pick. You know that speaks volumes, really. Yeah. They, but, have a, they have a shit ton of picks, but, but they could have the number one overall. Yeah, and here's the thing. There are a lot more pieces in place this year, I feel like, than last year. So it will already, like with Damian Pierce, I think it will already be a slightly more desirable job than it was last year. Fair enough. So they may be able to bring someone in a little bit better. I could see that. But we'll have to see, you know. I mean, maybe Lovey Smith does do enough that they're like, all right, we'll give you another year. I bet he's a good talent evaluator. And I think he's yeah. I think the players like the him. Players I do. Like I think for sure. I don't think he will get fired after this year. I just feel like we had to ask because we both said that he was probably a rental, and I still think he is at some point. Yeah. When his rent, when his lease is up in Houston, right? Who knows at this point? All right, but let's move on to another game: Saints at the Stellars. Um, Charlie, the Stellars get a, a much needed win. I would say TJ Watt comes back. Minka Fitzpatrick is out with an appendectomy. 
So tough game from start to finish. I did have to go back and rewatch the highlights for this game because you just didn't see it a whole lot on right. red zone. Um, Charlie, it was exciting to see Najee Harris look kind of like he was back to last year. Uh, even though it does seem like they're going to try and go to more of a two back system moving forward. Um, I don't know what to say about the Steelers because I don't know the Steelers know what to say about the Steelers. But well, look, they came I will out of say a that, bind. They got to win. Right. That's what they should do. Um, about the Saints, though, Chuck, it's time for it's time for Jameis, right? Yep. I mean, I, I'm just, I think everyone's tired of Andy Dalton. He He's, doesn't give you the highest ceiling for that team, right? right? I think that he prevents – he's got a higher floor than Jameis. Right. But when Jameis is bad, Jameis is bad. He's two and five yeah. as a starter yeah. for the Saints this year. So and it looks like they're going back to him again this week. And yep, it, I just I just don't understand. Dalton. Yeah. I I don't understand like Dennis Allen, what do you have to lose at this point? Right. right. I mean, like what what are they playing for? You're, you're not playing for anything. Well, now, that's not true in the NFC South. Well, true. No one's out of it. True. But it's also, again, what do you have to lose? You have right. to see what you have, right? You know Dalton can be a decent backup, but if you can get Jameis to play relatively safe, you might have something here at at, a, at the cheap, yeah. at the cheap. So run, I just don't run the ball more, right? And yeah, please, for you, fantasy's sake, God, play give action. me Alvin Kamara points, please, God. Um, yeah, I, I don't, like I said, I don't really know what to say about the Steelers. I'm waiting to see what they look like a couple weeks after the bye to make my opinion on them. Sure. All right. Uh, moving on here. We had the Colts at the Raiders. Charlie, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about. Where do you want to start? Um, cause I mean, let's start, let's start with the Raiders. And I feel like that will transition us into the Jeff Saturday thing. So, what is it about the Raiders, Charlie? Is it Josh McDaniels? I mean, what if you were to if you were to say based off the way you've seen, we know their defense. I don't even know. There's so many problems here, but I'm just gonna. What do you have to say about the Raiders? This is somewhat of a benefit of the doubt answer I'm about to give. Okay, somewhat. I think there is a culture problem there, and. Here's an example. Charlie Weiss, ex-head coach, he was hired as the Kansas head coach at one point, the Kansas University. And after like meeting with the players and seeing the players, looking at academics, looking at off-the-field stuff, he ended up, I guess not firing, but I don't even know if you release him. But he got rid of 32 players. And it was because of, like, the culture. And then I felt like you can't just do that. And you really shouldn't do that in college. He didn't keep his job very long. And he told them when he was hired, it's a six-year, this is a six-year job. Yeah. Like, I need that much time to turn it around. But I think the Raiders... There are a lot of pieces that were put in by Mayock and Gruden that it's like, okay, we want to put some sort of product on the field so we can't completely purge this team right now. 
So I kind of think that there's a lot of pieces that they still want to move out. And Jonathan Abram's gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, like they've been kind the of sl- picks, yeah. slowing, mm-hmm. slowly doing it throughout the season and in the off season. And they brought in some major pieces, obviously Chandler Jones, Avante Adams. Huge bust though. Chandler Jones has sucked. He's been the worst free been, agent pickup. I mean, that is a huge bust for them. He's played like dog shit and they paid him like top tier money. Yep. Yep. And I mean, when they paid him, he deserved it. He's not earning it. Um, Devonte Adams, on the other hand, has been playing well. He's, he makes plays every time he touches the ball. It seems like, but there's Derek Carr was very emotional in his post game presser. He was, um, like in tears and, you know, kind of, kind of calling out teammates without saying names. Well, Devonte Adams did the same exact thing. Did you see that Devonte Adams post game interview? He said that guys aren't buying in enough. He right. literally came out and said those exact words. So, and I agree with you. It definitely seems like because if you hear that once again, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? Like if you hear that once from a player, that's a hard thing to admit as a player. So you know if a player is willing to put that out there to the media. You know it's a big deal because that's not something that comes out of the player's mouth very easily. Right. And I think for a guy like Derek Carr, he probably cannot understand why people don't care about football as much as he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably very hard for him. Um, So that was, it was like sad. Yeah. I mean, it really was. And considering where they were last year, Dumpster fire organizationally, and Rich Passaccia takes them to the playoffs. And you could argue they have a better team this year, more talented at least. So, like, I, I, and this is the one thing, and, uh, and I want to move on to the Colts here after this, but like, I get it. I get it defensively, right? This defense, besides Mason Crosby, I don't think you could name anyone else after they've yeah, released Ma- Max Crosby, Chandler Jones. That's it, right? Yep. So I get if their defense would suck, but explain to me why their offense is so bad and they can't, they can barely score points. I don't get it. Well, it seems like they can score points and they do. They've, they've lost three separate games with 17 point leads. I mean that. And they've lost, they've lost six games by six points or less. Right. So the games are close. They're just not coming out. With the win, Charlie, the biggest thing for me is Jeff Saturday doing a TV show. He said, man, the Raiders suck. He tweeted it from tweeted his couch. Tweeted it from his couch. First guy in history to tweet that the Raiders suck from his couch and then two weeks become a head coach and beat them. First person on the planet. That's that. not good, Charlie. I know one thing. I know it's not good. Yeah. Like, what do you... Like, if you Jeff Saturday, if you are Jim Ursay. You're like, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Right? I mean, Jeff Saturday, depending on what he does for the rest of the season, and, and that's still only a snapshot, right? But, like, in your first game as a head coach with no other head coaching experience, he's completely jumped the entire line of the coaching realm, and he's just going to come in and do this thing right away. And guess what, Charlie? He made the Colts look competent again. Yeah. Well, Jonathan Taylor had 24 rushes for over 137 yards. So, um, he, well, Matt Ryan started out, again. He came out and said that 
Ellinger would continue to start. Jeff Saturday did? Yeah. When well, he got happened? hired. That's, that's kind of the thing. It's like, damn, he already went back on his word a few days after he was hired. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, he said in his press conference, maybe the second press conference, which was day two, yeah. um, Ellinger will continue to start. Mm. And then... Matt Ryan in, started the game. And Saturdays, I mean, he said, you know, well, I saw him throw the ball, and he looks great, Matt Ryan. So, I mean, I, I, that is the right move. Yeah. And totally... Oh, absolutely. 100% right in my opinion. Yeah. But what... The reason why I thought he was hired is because Jim Mercer wanted a yes man for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, the reason why Reich was starting Sam Ellinger for the rest of the year, I feel like it's because that's what Jim Mercer wanted. And so I thought Jeff Saturday would absolutely just do what Jim Mercer wanted. But then he was like, hey, Jim, we have a much better quarterback on the on the roster who's healthy and and so maybe Jim's like, all right, I guess I'll give this guy a chance to succeed. So I don't know. It, it's, it's weird. Uh, you know. I mean, I'm, he got back to doing what the Colts do best. And what is that, Charlie? Run the ball. Run the damn ball. That's right. Run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. Maybe made an impact on that offensive line. All right. Cowboys, Packers, a tale of two halves. First half, all Cowboys. Dak looked good. CeeDee looked good. Pollard looked good. The defense looked good. They were swarming Aaron Rodgers, right? They were all over him. Like we expected. In the first half. Yep. In the second half, it was like Mike McCarthy just made stupid calls. It was 28 to 14, I think, going into the fourth. I mean, Kellen Moore made stupid play calls. Mike McCarthy's doing stupid shit, mismanaging game time. I mean... Just like so many, and you could just see Mike McCarthy just continue to get more and more frustrated as the game went on. It was just like Mike McCarthy is the worst part about the Cowboys. He's the worst part about the Cowboys. I, I think, think Mike so. McCarthy. Yeah, I think Mike McCarthy makes the Cowboys lose more games than they probably should. Probably, I'm okay with that. I'm like okay with that I, I think if you hire, if you fired McCarthy and hired Dan Quinn, I think you'd probably have a uh, maybe. This is the only game that it's been noticeable so far this season. I think they win this game. I think they win this game. The other big issue, though, Dan Charlie. Dan Quinn is the famous head coach of the 28-3 Super Bowl. Well, that's that's true. But who's the offensive coordinator for that? That was Kyle Shanahan. That's so right. I, are that's you right. saying that it's not Kellen Moore? I think Kellen Moore has a problem. I, I think the whole team has a problem, but I don't because I don't know the level of involvement Mike McCarthy has. I don't know if it's McCarthy. I don't know it's Kellen Moore. But I know McCarthy's at the helm, so he's the one who I'm going to blame. Okay. Well, everyone seemed to blame Kyle Shanahan for 28-3, not Dan Quinn. Well, Dan Quinn did get fired, so what does that ultimately say? Not that year, but... Well, still. All right. The one thing you can do about the, with the Cowboys, Charlie, is you can run on them. Yes. And that's exactly what the Packers did. They yes. finally listened to us, Charlie. They got into an eye formation and they ran the damn ball. I mean, that is, those are the telling tale of the week, right? Why is it taking so long for teams to realize? Like, it? you are 
last second gasp for the Packers. Like, you know what? Let's just try something different now. And they ran the ball, and they did it. And very they did well. it very well. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, the two best parts of that team. And guess what, Charlie? They played great. Aaron Jones played great. Who also played great, though? Christian Watson. Christian Watson. Four receptions. Or sorry, three receptions. No, I think it was four, was receptions, four receptions. Three, three touchdowns, touchdowns, 137 yards. Yeah. So it was. Is this his breaking out? Oh yeah. I mean, party. Do you think is, do this you is the not, guy that I was? Beating the drum for before the season started. Right. And thought that he was legit. I didn't realize it would take till week 10, but. So you're expecting this to, not three touchdowns, of course, but you're expecting Christian Watson's involvement to be at this type of level moving forward. Um, well, I, I hope so. Four, four targets isn't a lot. No, it's not. So I hope it's a little more than that. Right. And I think it but will be. But in, in his defense, they also just straight up didn't throw the ball a lot either. I think Rodgers only had like 20-something attempts. Maybe so, yeah. So, And they think, did just cut Amari Rodgers. I don't know if that yeah, matters much. They waived Amari Rodgers because of his fumble issues. He did have a, I think it was a month So punt. a team that was already thin at wide receiver essentially just got a little bit thinner. Does that mean Randall Cobb is probably a little bit closer to returning than what they thought? Maybe. Um because Watson, Dobbs, and, and Cobb, this, I mean, you could, yeah, I think you could make that work, right? Lazard. Lazard, that's right. Thank you. Incorporating the run game like the way they did against the Cowboys. I think you could win some ball games there, Charlie. I would I would say so. Uh, we'll, we'll see moving yeah. forward. That'll be the true test. All right, bud. Let's move on to the backup quarterback bowl. Cardinals Rams and this came down to I think who had the better backup quarterback I would yeah as soon as it went to backup quarterbacks it was it was Colt easy, McCoy easy yeah Colt Cardinals McCoy was choice. yeah 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 Colt McCoy was clear um you know John Wofford not I'm not expecting much from him Charlie Cooper Cup goes down now needs high ankle sprain surgery yep I looked up the surgery it does not uh, it just they put, instead of, like, there's a tendon that goes down your ankle, right? Instead of that tendon, they basically put, like, a, a rope. And it's just wild. It just, the in, the surgery is absolutely wild. Um, this is bad news bears for the Rams, right? And, like, I know they can't pitch it in because they really don't have, they don't have a first-round draft pick. So it's, like... But this is not looking good, Charlie. I mean, they're 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 crashing and burning right now, right? Yep. I think this is this is the warning I was hoping for for teams. Like you know how I was upset about the trade deadline, yep. how it just went bonkers with trades. Everyone trying to emulate the Rams. Well, this is what happens when you build your team in in the off season, not in the draft. Yeah. Um. I mean they. I think the Rams were incredibly heavily reliant on their starters. When you get injuries, when you lose some of your starters for one reason or another, I mean, it's falling apart at the seams for the Rams. Right. I love to see it. Love to see it. Got to say. Yeah. Um, I don't blame you. I think it's more than just a Super Bowl hangover. 
Yeah, I, I, I do too. I, I think there are some deeper issues, deeper rooted issues here, but I do think Sean McVay is a good coach. How much can he overcome? We'll have to wait and see. They uh, cannot run the ball. No, they if can't. If you cannot run the ball, you cannot win games in the NFL. But they've also had a lot of injuries, so it's not like all of it is their fault. They're just at a bad point right now. And they can't, yeah, they can't run and the they ball. they can't run the ball. They haven't been able to all year. What do you have to say about the Cardinals? Curious your thoughts here. I thought, and I know I texted you this. I thought the Cardinals looked better without Kyler Murray. I'm yeah. just going to say it. I, I agree. It was a more... It was more balanced offense. Much more it balanced. It seemed like the play efficient. calling was a little bit more efficient. Uh, they ran the damn ball with James Conner, who looked good. Yep. They ended up releasing Eno Benjamin, so it is the James Conner show. Yep. Uh, they did get their. Um, they had a fourth round draft pick who just just got activated, which is why also why they released Eno Benjamin. Tyron Williams. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I mean. I'm, I don't know what to expect. Hollywood Brown looks like he's going to be ready to go. Rondell, Mayo, Rondell Moore looks good. So, D-Hop wasn't. You know, they, they d- probably doubled D-Hop and Colt McCoy was just hitting Rondell Moore, dinking and dunking down the field. I mean, it just looked like a more balanced offense, in my yeah. opinion. I, I think they look a lot better without Kyler Murray. I know they won't play Colt McCoy, but honestly... It looks like Kyler's going to be out for at least one more week is from what they're saying. So right now it seems like Colt McCoy and Kyler Murray are day-to-day going into Monday Night Football. Which means it would be either Trace McSorley or Kyler Murray, right? Yeah. I I guess, yeah. Tough choice. All right. Do you got anything else here, NFC West, man? Nope. All right. Moving on here, bud. We have the Sunday night football game. This one, I know you will have something to say. So, Charlie, let's just get it off your chest. Say it with your chest. Jimmy G, 10-2, even without throwing a touchdown pass. That's his record. Jimmy G is 10-2 without throwing a touchdown pass. That is insane. It's great. It would be a surprisingly great stat as a fan. Um, but he did run for a touchdown and sneak, but yeah, sure. That's a, that's a rushing touchdown. Yep. Uh, Brandon, I, dropped a touchdown pass. Yes. I will give you that. And almost led to an interception. Probably should have been intercepted. Where was Debo? Uh, do you think it was just cause he was just coming back from the injury? No, I just think that cause Ayuk was, Ayuk was very heavily involved in the passing game here. Yep, he he looked really game. good. Yep. He looked really good. George Kittle only had two targets, one catch. Uh, right, back, had... right back to the same thing. I mean, that is George, right? Like, no, no, I no. I just no. don't know why. Now we have all these weapons. I think that each week, based on the team we're going against. Kyle Shanahan's just going to feature one dude. There's going to be a different feature each week. And frankly, Is that why Elijah Mitchell had 19 carries? For 89 yards. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey did not have 19 carries. He had he had just as many touches. He only ran for 36 yards though. He had like a three yard per carry. He average. only had six six or seven rushes. That's not true. No, he had more than that. Are you sure? Yeah, and um, he he was effective early, but I mean, Elijah Mitchell was running the ball well. Um, Debo got a couple of rushes. I mean, we 
ran the ball very effectively. Just Elijah Mitchell was the featured running back. And I kind of told you last week, and you didn't believe me, that Christian McCaffrey's fantasy value will, might go down a little bit because of the rushing yard. I, you're right. And so Elijah Mitchell, 18 carries, 89 yards. Christian McCaffrey, 14 carries, 38 oh, yards, 38. one touchdown. McCaffrey also had four receptions for 39 yards. Meanwhile, Elijah Mitchell only had one reception for negative one yards. And Debo had like two or three Debo carries. Debo had for four 20. carries for 27 yards. Debo also had only two catches for 24 yards. Brandon Ayuk, six receptions, 84 yards. That's an efficient offense. Yeah. Spread it around. Yeah. Juwan Jennings was Mr. Third Down once again. Yeah, he was. Look, yeah. Jimmy G made big throws when it mattered. That on third downs. And it was it's just great to see. Um, and it, it was a real bummer to see the drop Ayuk touchdown. But do we feel like we're just on a crash course to what happened last year? Why do you, why would you say that? Just out of curiosity, what do you mean? Only because I just feel like like what's changed from this year to last year? Like, yes, you guys are still built to be a, a playoff team, but in your opinion, has anything changed or will you hit that glass ceiling that you seem to hit in the divisional round of the playoffs? We don't or hit sli- it in the division divisional NFC round. NFC Championship, sorry. We're actually quite good in the playoffs. Um yeah, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. What has changed? We got Christian McCaffrey. Everyone is playing well. We're getting healthier. Yeah, but I defense, think our but, defense is still not that healthy. What I do think we need to do is go out and sign Jack Rabbit Jenkins as for a corner. Um, I do think our secondary is hurting a little bit, but I'm not really sure I understand what you're talking about. We didn't play as good of a game as I expected. That is for sure. But what was nice is we won a game with adversity. We had to overcome it. And we're talking about field goal after field goal after just having to. We didn't fall into the trap of going for it on fourth and goal. We just got the points. We got the points. And it started all work. And we got after Justin Herbert not as much as I like. But we are not getting away from this. We can't have this whole pod and not talk about this is should be my chapped ass, but about refing this year, this week. Yeah, it's been this I, year, yeah. but this week, yeah, was this week, really bad. I literally so my bad week uh, coming up. I had refs and I scratched it out for a different thing, but refs was literally at the top of my list. Yeah, um, I mean, the targeting or whatever they Pass called interference it. calls were terrible. The reviews were terrible. They took forever. And then so what they got. Dre Greenlaw ejected for, and then Juju Smith-Schuster took a hit that was absolutely he okay. Got blasted. Just, yeah, he got blasted. Let me just talk about the difference between those two real quick. Dre Greenlaw, Jimmy Ward hit Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was a runner at this point, not a quarterback, a runner. Uh, Jimmy Ward hit him, which changed Justin Herbert's tra- trajectory. Dre Greenlaw was leading with his shoulder. And went helmet to helmet. And yes, the outcome of it looked nasty because Justin Herbert's helmet basically turned sideways on his head. But it was not intentional to go helmet to helmet. Dre Greenlaw didn't even lower his crown of his helmet. His face was up. And the fact that they 
ejected him from the game means they were able to measure intent on that. Let's go backwards to the Juju Smith-Schuster hit. Whatever his name for Jacksonville, he very clearly, in my opinion, in, wanted to inflict pain <laughs> on Juju. Yeah. And helmet to helmet, they threw a flag and they picked it up. Yeah. So And then, Monday Night Football, Taylor Heineke, did you see the game ceiling play? Taylor oh, Heineke yeah, yeah. scrambles and then falls down, literally on purpose, and the Eagles' defensive tackle stumbles and hits him. Boom. Roughing the passer in the head or neck area. First down, game ceiling penalty. Not to mention the Dallas Goddard face mask. Right, with right. The play he got hurt on. Right, that was not called. Right. Well, and, we haven't gotten to Monday night yet. Right. But, right. but yes, this is... There was there is, bad refereeing, and there is some major problems that need to be addressed. That honestly, it's just everyone that watches the NFL, everyone that analyzes the NFL, sounds like a broken record over this. It, is there anything that's actually going to change? I I don't know at this point. I it's don't know. So frustrating. It is. It really is. Um, but I'm I'm proud of the Niners. They 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 didn't play a great game. But they were able to pull one out. And one last thing. Kyle Shanahan, we were down three points going into the fourth quarter. And so I couldn't help but think during the fourth quarter of that Kyle Shanahan stat where he's one in like 24 when losing by three points going into the fourth. Now he's two in whatever. So. One at a time. Yep. (laughs) Start chipping away at it, baby. That's right. All right. So speaking of Monday Night Football, Charlie. Let's go into it. Commanders at the Eagles. Charlie, you nailed this one. You nailed it. I don't I don't want I want to give you credit first and foremost. You absolutely nailed this. The Commanders came out, Charlie, and they started to absolutely dominate time of possession. Eagles went down and they scored right away. And then the Commanders would answer back with a 10 or 15, like 10 minute drive. And it was like it was insane. Commanders 40 minutes, over 40 minutes time of possession. That yeah. is two-thirds of the game. Yeah. Keeping the ball out of jail in her hands. Yep, yeah. Uh, it went back and forth most of the first half. I think it was the commanders were up by three to end the first half, Charlie. And then the second half, the Eagles just started to show some some mistakes, really. So they were a little turnover prone there. They were... Because they were going so fast, they were getting off the field, and then the commanders would be back on the field for 8 to 10 minutes after. And it just felt like even as fast as the Eagles like to play and have played, they just couldn't keep up. And the the things that killed them were the turnovers here. I mean, so when I, I picked the commanders, but I was thinking about it during the week, I'm like, I'm thinking that the commanders will have to, if they want a chance, get two turnovers. The Commanders had the least amount of turnovers on defense in the league this year. They matched their total for the year Yeah, on Monday night. They yeah. had three coming into the game all year, and they got three on Monday night. Is it is this, is this the tide a turning? Is this a legitimate defense again, even without Chase Young? Well, Chase Young's back next week. He is back. He's this back. week or next week? This coming week. Okay. This game on Sunday, he's back. It just like we I know we talked about last week, but like it seems like this defense finally figured it out, right? Couple things, um, maybe to that, but I think it was a great game plan. Um, 
they're they're playing with a lot of heart and Ron Rivera lost his, his mother and I, I think they're playing for him. Um they are playing good football. Yeah. Um with it, Heineke at the helm. Yep. Um I mean he's like five touchdowns, five interceptions right now, I think. But he's three and one. Yeah, I mean he's played well. Um you know, I think it's a product of his environment, really, to be honest with you. But, you know, the commanders... Carson Wentz had the same environment. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're and right. and this is the first game, I think, that Heineke's had Jahan Dotson. Fair. Uh, I think Heineke's got to be the starter moving forward. I absolutely agree. Until, and I think... Until the com- there's, like, empirical evidence stating... Showing yeah. that he is not giving them the best chance to win. Right. Uh, I think with Heineke at the helm so far, the commanders are going to fight and claw, and they might sneak in as a wild card. Yep. I mean, I think that's what they proved here. Like, I don't want to take anything away from the Eagles because, honestly, I think it's probably better for the Eagles now they that the monkey's now. off their back, yeah. right? Like, the undefeated shit is behind them. They can just play football. Like, I, I, that's a pretty common but thing. But also, they have some great film on their flaws yes that they can see improve on and And one of them is their rush defense and i think it was evident against the texans right the texans don't have a good enough team to really exploit it and but damian pierce was freaking running all down them yep So so the eagles did just sign linval joseph because jordan davis is out so that will be helpful yeah. Helpful. It won't fix it, but it will be helpful. Until Jordan Davis gets back. Yep. Um, um but I fully expect the Eagles to bounce back. Like I, I don't I don't see this being a huge detriment to the Eagles. They're still well ahead in the NFC East. So I don't see this becoming an issue, mm-hmm. at least not now. Not well ahead now. Um they're only one game up. Yeah. On the I, Giants. You know, again, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um no, I think that they have some things they need to definitely work on. Um, it, w- it was a team effort to lose this one, though. And the Commanders put on a hell of a game. And I think I truthfully believe that it's possible the NFC East puts in four playoff teams. It might be. It might be. It's, it's very. I think it's. Yeah. This is the closest we will get. I think to. Yeah. Having one division, put in four playoff teams. That would mean that, in the NFC West, one of those teams, either the Seahawks or the Niners, are not going to make it. That's right. So. And that means that we would have a wild card game between two NFC East teams. Yep. Whatever two that it would be. I could have it between. Oh, yeah, you would definitely have at least one NFC East matchup as a playoff game. Yep. So, absolutely insane. We'll see where it goes from here. Charlie, how'd we do on picks? Everyone went seven and seven. You, me, listeners all went seven and seven. That's kind of what this week was like. Yeah. And we both picked a couple of upsets. Some of them we hit on, some of them we missed on. Yeah. It was that kind of a week, though, and it's been, there's been a lot of them. Yes, there has. Yes, there has. Um, Bryce. Charlie. Who's who's your good week this week? Who you, had a good week for you this week? You, um, Charlie, who's going to have or who is having a good week this week? You ready for this one? Unorthodox for this one. 
Charlie, fireplaces are happy this week, buddy. Have you have you busted out we, yours? Have you opened up your flu? Well, my flu stays out. It, there's not a flu door on mine. That's why we oh. got the doors on the front. Oh, okay. Because okay. it doesn't close. So have you cracked a fire yet? Yeah, we've had three. Nice. Yeah. So it's a good week to be a fireplace. You're finally getting some love here in North Carolina. It's a little chilly at night. Um, I had one on Sunday. It was great. I guess we never set ground rules on good week, bad week. It should be football stuff, I thought. No? No. Okay. Yeah. It's a good week to be your fireplace, man. You're getting some action here. Cobwebs are getting burnt out, right? It's a good week. It's a good week to be your fireplace, Charlie. (laughs) I think that's a good, good week. Yeah, it's a good, good week. Good, good week. Charlie, who's your good, good week? I have the same good week two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah? Jeff Saturday. Oh, yeah. It was a good week to be Jeff Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um. I don't know that he's going to have another one. He might, though. He might. Um, but, yeah. And then, oh, wait. Let me get to my my bad week. It's a bad week to be Mike McCarthy. Ooh, to yeah. To go home to Green Bay. Yep. Huge, huge favorites. And lose a bad one. Yeah, it was. Who's your bad week? Charlie, it's a bad week. To be a Josh. Whether your name's Josh Allen or Josh McDaniel, it's a bad week to be a Josh in the NFL, buddy. Ah, yeah. I wanted to do research on the other Josh Allen, but it, it seemed like he played the game and, and did okay. So I didn't, I didn't want to include the other, the Jacksonville he linebacker, did, yeah, Josh he Allen. he did lose. So. He did lose, so that kind of counts. Yeah. Um, but Josh McDaniels, Josh Allen, both had bad weeks. Josh Dunn, if you're listening, report back. Let us know if you had a bad week. Hopefully you didn't, but hopefully it's not a bad week for Josh's across the world, but it's a bad week for Josh's in the NFL. NFL for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. You ready to go in this week's games? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Chuck, here we go. Charlie, Thursday Night Football, we have the Titans at the Packers. Green Bay is favored by three points. Charlie, we just talked about Tractor Cito season. Who is your love hate? What are you saying? What season? Tractor Cito. That's Derrick Henry's name. You've heard that. Oh, no, I haven't. Tractor Cito season. That's like, I don't know. It's like a nickname for him or something. Huh. They call him Tractor Cito. Okay. You know, like a tractor, like a tractor truck. Right, right, right. Tractor Cito season. I don't know where it came from, but it came out a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tennessee is going to do their thing where they just kind of quietly win games, make it in the playoffs, make plays when they need to make plays and get into the playoffs, um, win their division. Uh, I love King Henry and the AJ, AJ combination. Oh, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, like running backs are, are going to have a week. Although Tennessee's defense is quite stout. They are. But I think with green Bay, Realizing they win when they run the ball, I think it will uh, it will help lead to good a good passing game for the Green Bay Packers and uh, Caleb Farley's on IR for the uh, Tennessee Titans. Their cornerback, uh, my hate is actually Aaron Rodgers, but I don't love that hate. But the Tennessee okay. defense is good and stout. So they are. It's just tough to score points against this team. That's right, Charlie. My love is going to be Derrick Henry. 
Um, it is officially November, Charlie. It is time for Derrick Henry to go. It's off. just a, it's just a lock for a love every week. Yeah, at this point, um, my hate is going to be actually the AJ AJ combo. I just think Mike Vrabel does a great job of almost being Bill Belichickian in the sense of taking away your number one threat. That's their running backs. I think Vrabel's smart enough to see this team's going to want to try and establish the run early on. I think they'll be prepared for that. I see this being another low-scoring, shitty Thursday night football game. Charlie, who's your game pick? I've got Tennessee. Yeah, I got Tennessee in a close one, maybe twenty seventeen. But we're in. I I would. We are in absolute must-win territory for the Packers. We are. They have they, to win out. Pretty they, much. They, yeah, they basically they cannot keep losing these games. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if Christian Watson has another touchdown this game. Yep. All right, bud, let's move on. We have the Panthers at the Ravens. Baltimore's favored by 12 points. That seems like a big spread to me. Uh, Charlie, who's Baker your love? Baker Mayfield's starting. Baker Mayfield is starting. Um, do you want me to go first or you want to go? You go ahead. My love is going to be Gus Edwards. Keep an eye on this. There's not. They haven't said that he's actually going to start yet, but he is trending back towards playing. Kenyon Drake is another good play here. My hate is going to be Baker Mayfield. Um, I just think that the Ravens defense is going to come after him. I, I don't know what to expect from Baker, and that's why I'm just putting him as my hate. I, you know, ever since we fired Rule, we haven't seen Baker. So I don't know what to expect. Things seem to have changed, but I don't know how much. Um, Charlie, who's your love hate? Love Lamar, hate Baker. I've got Baltimore. Yeah, I got Baltimore here too. I think, the, again, the Panthers are feisty, but they're not feisty to keep up with these um, playoff teams. All right, next one, we have the Bears at the Falcons. Atlanta is surprisingly favored by three points, Charlie. Who is your love-hate? Who's favored? The Bears? Is that what you said? Atlanta. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's not for me, it's not that surprising if the Bears were favored. No, Atlanta. Um, yeah. I love Fields and I hate Mariota. Who you got? I love Cole Komet. I also love Darnell Mooney because the Falcons' secondary is bad, uh, but I hate Mariota too. It was a pretty clear pick. Yeah, um, Chase Claypool has been a little bit disappointing. Last, the first game he had a lot more touches than last game. He only yeah. had one touch last game. Who are you going with? I'm gonna go with Chicago to win this one. Oh, just to make it interesting, I'll go Atlanta. Okay. All right. I, I could see this turning into be the Lions Bears like of last week. Yeah. Like could, close game could be. Lions or sorry, Falcons barely squeak one out. All right, let's move on here. We had the Browns at the Bills. Charlie, there's supposed to be six feet of snow during this game. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Yep. It's gonna be so good. Charlie, uh I almost put uh, bad Just, week. We'll keep this on the radar. It's possible they move it. I doubt really? that they would. You they- think? It's been asked. Okay. All right. It's been asked. Um, I it another thing that I scratched out for my bad week: snowblowers in Buffalo. <laughs> it's um, a great week. Well, they're, they're finally getting some use. A great week, but they got a lot of work to do. Yeah, they're gonna have a lot of work to yep. do. All right, um, Charlie. My love is gonna be the. Oh, sorry, Buffalo's favored by nine and a half points. Um, Charlie, my love is gonna be running backs. I think this. If there's gonna be snow on the ground, it's gonna be. A run the damn ball kind of game, even though I know they're going to force Josh Allen to throw this ball. Um, again, my hate here, um, this is where I went with my hate. My hate is going to be snowblowers. 
Um, the snowblowers in the stadium are going to have a lot of work to do. The fans are going to bring a lot of shovels as well. Be shoveling the snow. I can't wait. It's going to be a great visual game. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be so exciting. Uh, I hope there's snow on the ground for this game. It should be a good one. Yep. Um, you're really using a lot of inanimate objects for things. Yeah, I'm trying to change it up, you okay. know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the reason that you said after your loves, I like Diggs and Gabe Davis in this because I do think that they're going to be like pissed. Josh Allen's going to want to throw the ball. They're I mean, it's not it like well. he hasn't done it before at Wyoming. Right. You know? So, uh, they're my loves. Hate Jacoby Brissett. I've got Buffalo winning this one. I got Buffalo as well. All right, Chuck, let's move on. We have Eagles at the Colts. This could be an interesting game here, Charlie. Philly's favored by eight points. Mm. Who's your love-hate? I love Jalen Hurts. I hate Matt Ryan. I love Jonathan Taylor. Yep. And I hate Matty Ice. I just think that, you know, if Jeff Saturday's worth his salt or even carbon copies the game plan that he used last week, it's going to be get JT the ball because he's our best player. And Eagles are. You just saw what the commanders did. Exactly. And I don't think that gets changed in one week. Right. It doesn't get changed in one week. Until Jordan Davis comes back, I don't think that's going to change. Yep. Um, Charlie, who's your game pick? I'm going Philly. I'm going Philly as well, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a close game. Yeah, I'm not sure that I buy the eight point spread. No, I don't. I definitely don't. I definitely don't. Especially in the dome. Especially in the dome. All right, Jets at the Patriots. New England's favored by three points. Charlie, who's your love hate? Love Garrett Wilson in this one. Okay. Hate Mac Jones. Jets defense playing really well. Yeah, I I have the same hate. Hate Mac Jones. I think the Jets defense. I know they've already played the Patriots, but I think I don't think that's going to change. I think the Patriots will come out and do what they've done, but I also think the Jets are going to have a good day. Also, you hear about who I have for my daily uh, defense. Charlie, I'm going to go Jets running backs here. Um, I just think that they're going to con- want to continue to establish the run. I do think James Robinson will be included more in this game plan. Now coming so off too. the bye, I think it will be more of a 50-50 split between him and Michael Carter. Wouldn't be surprised if James Robinson has at least 50 yards and a touchdown after Sunday. Yep. Who's your game Who, pick? Who's your game pick? I'll ask you. I'm going to go Jets get revenge and they I'm get going, the win here. I'm going Jets. Jets, yeah. I'm going to say Jets get the win. And frankly, I just think the Jets are actually a better team. I do too. Right now. I think they need to show it, but I yeah. do too. I do. All right. Rams at the Saints. New Orleans favored by three points. It's going to be crazy down in New Orleans. Charlie, who's your love hate? I love Tyler Higby in this one. Really? Cooper Cup out. He had a decent game last week, 11 points in fantasy, almost 12. But um, hate Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, enter any Rams running back because they're trash at running the football. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to love. I was really hoping that we would hear that Jameis Winston would be the starter here and I would put Chris Olave as my love or even Alvin Kamara. I don't know that I can do that now that we know Andy Dalton's going to start. So I'm going to change my love to be Allen Robinson. That was going to that was another love for me, but I don't know I that I think that Stafford who is going to play. Yeah. 
Um, Trust Higby more. And I wouldn't be surprised by that, but that's why I think the Saints defense will well, take Higby t- away. And actually, they they're really up. good against tight ends. Yes, they are. So my hate is going to be, it's going to be Dalton now. It's going to be Dalton, Andy Dalton. I just think it, it, Charlie, it needs to go to Jameis. It needs to go to Jameis. The ceiling is higher. Yes, he's going to have turnovers, but your ceiling is higher. Who's your game pick, Charlie? Even Taysom Hill hasn't really been involved, and that's what pisses me off, is that they could figure, when this was Sean Payton, this was the same team Sean Payton had, essentially, and Sean Payton was creative and got them wins. Dennis Allen's not able to do shit. It Um, it pisses me off fantasy-wise. The only time that they've really involved Taysom, they got a big win. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I guess I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to go Saints at home. Okay. Just, just to take Saints at home. All right. Lions at the Giants. Giants are favored by three points. Surprising that's not more, but I guess after last week I understand it. Charlie, who's your love-hate? Um, I love Saquon. I hate... I hate my hate a lot of times. Like I, I don't like... But I just put golf... But I think I put order, golf too. I think in in order. I think to the Giants. Up, def- though, I think Wink will do a very good job against golf. Yeah. Just because I think the I think golf will stay under pressure all day long, and that's when golf normally does his worst. Well, he has good running backs to throw screens to. True. Now Amonra St. Brown went off last week, and it's like he was the only one really targeted. It seemed like. Um, but yeah, who's your who's your love? My love is Dino Dong. Any quarterback that plays against the Lions absolutely pops off. All right, he, he's he's a big love here. I think he's gonna have a day, especially fantasy wise. I think he's gonna have a good day. And my hate's gonna be Goff. I agree with you. I think Wink Martindale is gonna send the fucking house to Jared Goff, and I just don't think he's gonna be able to handle the pressure. Game pick. I'm going Giants. I'm going to go Giants, but I think this is a really close game. You think so? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Like Giants-Texans close or like Bears-Lions close? Like, like, uh, I guess like Bears, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be as high scoring as Bears-Lions. I could see it. I think it's going to be more like Giants-Texans from last week, but. I, I kind of expect more points than that, though. You do? Yeah. Let's see, I don't. I could see, I could see, like Dino Dong having like, the, like I think the Giants will score twenty four to twenty seven points, but like I think Dino Dong has probably two if, of those if the Giants score twenty four to twenty seven points, I see the Lions scoring twenty one to twenty three points. Oh wow! Okay, all right, all right. Next we have the Commanders at the Texans. Washington's favored by two and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be um, Curtis Samuel. And my hate's going to be Brandon Cooks. I love Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. Um, just based on the way they ran the ball. And it's Houston's defense who's worse at stopping the run. Um, I hate Davis Mills. I got Washington. I got Washington too. All right, next game. We have Raiders at the Broncos. Denver's favored by two and a half points. Charlie, who's your love-hate? 
I don't know why I do this, but I love Josh Jacobs, hate Russell Wilson. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm I'm going Vegas. Really? To pull one out. I need to trust their record and not pick them. But they're just too damn talented. Win a game. Go win one. Keep your season. Get give someone some hope. Go ahead. My love is gonna be uh, Cortland Sutton. My hate is going to be Devontae Adams and Patrick Sertan. So what? It's Devontae Adams. Well, I don't trust Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. Ball. Yeah. Um, I'm going Broncos because you went Raiders. Sounds like you were going to go Broncos anyways. I was leaning Broncos, yes. But I, I understand why you took the Raiders. All right, Cowboys-Vikings, what probably is, like, this game screams Fox game of the week. Um, you know what I mean? Like, this just yeah. like this just screams Fox of game of the week. America's game of the week or whatever. Uh, like, the 425 game. Right. I don't think it is. Uh, no, I don't I don't think it is. It, it might be, actually. It might be a 4. I think it is a 4 o'clock game. It's at Cowboys at the Vikings. Dallas is favored by only one point, Charlie. Who's your love-hate? I love Dak, hate Kirk. I love Dalvin Cook. I hate Zeke. Who's your game pick? You uh, can run on the Cowboys. That's why I love Dalvin. Yep. I don't like Zeke coming off the knee injury. I just think Pollard has continued to show a little bit more juice. I think the the way around the Vikings defense is by passing the ball. I like Kirk, uh, Dak to expose the Vikings secondary. We didn't do that against Green Bay, against second string safety and corner. Well, he did in the beginning. Well, true. Um, I'm gonna go. What? Hey, tell tell. What's the spread on this? One Dallas. Surprising. I'm going Vikings. So you I'm can. Going, pick... I'm going Cowboys. Okay, I'll go Vikings. I believe in the Vikings. I do. All right. Bengals at the Steelers. Bengals are favored by five points. Charlie, my love, T. Higgins. Nice and easy. Making Fitzpatrick out. One guy to throw it to. Tyler Boyd, too. Well, but T. Higgins is the dominant guy. My hate, Najee Harris. Charlie, who's your love hate? Love Joe Burrow. Hate Najee Harris. I'm going Bengals. I'm going Bengals going to win after the bye. Close game because this is the second time they play. Sunday night football. Chiefs at the Chargers. Kansas City's favored by seven points, Charlie. Who is your love-hate? I love Austin Eckler and Isaiah Pacheco, who I do think is finally starting to outcarry Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I hate Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Do we know about Juju? Is he going to clear protocol this week? Don't know. Yeah, I saw. I know he's questionable. So I'm going to love MVS because I'm going to assume Juju is probably not going to play this week, even though he does have a chance because it's Sunday night football. Um, so I'm going to love MVS. I'm going to hate the Chiefs running backs here just because no one knows who the hell to play anymore. 
Well, I think that the Chargers' defense, rush defense is pretty poor. Well, I thought about that last week, and I thought, oh, this would be a great spot for the Chiefs to run the ball. And then Patrick Mahomes had four passing touchdowns. So, Charlie, I got the Chiefs. I've got the Chiefs. All right. Charlie, Monday night football. Mexico City, too. Ciudad de Mexico. Are you, are you stoked? Yeah. Now, last is this the same field that last time they played in Mexico City? The players complained about the field conditions. Yes. Okay. Are you worried about that again? Um, I think we, I think there's been some resolution. Okay. Um, some. Okay. I mean, actually, in Germany, they apparently also they tried to plant some Kentucky bluegrass on that field, and it was still slick as eel shit. Yeah. Um, but so I. You know, I I doubt it's. Am I concerned for gameplay? A little bit. My concern for injury? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. Who's your love hate? Love George to make an impact on this one. Um, hate Kyler if he's playing, but I really hate whatever quarterback they have playing against our defense. I had the I I love Debo here. I don't think it's a George game. I think it's a Debo game. I hated Kyler. I it doesn't sound like Kyler is going to play though. So I'm I'm going to say I'm going to hate Hopkins. I and I I probably I would interchange Hopkins and James Conner together because I feel like they, I would hate Conner before I hate Hopkins in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, it's kind of tough. Niners are favored by 8 points here, Charlie. Um it's going to feel like a home game for the Niners because we have a strong, strong fan base in Mexico. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of Cardinals fans there too. Yeah, they would. They're a closer team. They just don't have a like, you know. Yeah. It just overall they don't have as big and strong of a fan base. Dumb question, but who are you going with? Cardinals. Just kidding. Yeah. Niners, baby. I'll go Niners as well. Um, it will be interesting to see how much we, both teams, how quickly they change out players and how much rotation there is because Mexico very, very high above sea level. Mexico city is the highest altitude that any NFL game has been played in. Yeah. It's uh, it's tricky. Yeah. Um, which, so the Niners flew in Tuesday. Oh, they did. To try to get a little bit more acclimated. Yeah, that's smart. That's uh, smart. So, but yeah, that, it'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Last international game of the year. Should be a good one. Yep. All right, Charlie, that's all the games. Bryce. Charlie. Listeners, let me ask you a question. Are you ready? <laughs> for the smooth jazz. Ooh. I'm not prepared for this, Bryce. I'm so no, sorry. You, yeah, you kind of jumped into it. You but, want to take two? But, well, hold on a second. When I started, I started, when I started to say smooth jazz, you yeah. gave the facial expression that you normally give when you say it. That's right. And it, it really fucked me up a little bit there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh wanna, wait! Well, you have to you have to say who won. 
Who won daily? Oh, uh, congratulations, Bryce. You won daily. That's right. I did win daily. There's yep. there are six people that uh, played, so we need a lot more people to come in, and it's not a big not a big win, Bryce. I will. I told you before, Charlie. Hand up, left hand up. We who are we? The Commanders. Uh, uh, <laughs> this song's been playing in the back of my head the entire episode. Um, left hand up. My my bad. I have not been putting the DraftKings link in our bio for mm. right. um, unsolicited advice. I know. I I forgot about it, honestly. Duty. I So, my bad. I will fix that moving forward, I promise. But I hope, listeners, please give me feedback. If there's something that you don't like about Instagram, I am not, an inst- I am not a social media person, so please give me feedback. All right? I might tell you to shove it because I don't know any better way, but I promise I do like hearing it at least. I'm doing my best. I'm not an expert. I try and stay off Instagram as much as I can. I can't promise anything. I'm pretty sure you're supposed to put your right hand up, not your left hand. You said left hand up. Well, that because I was doing that. Left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders. That's literally what they say in the song. Oh. Um. All right. So, uh, do you want me to just do it? No, no, no. I got it. Okay. Um. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I'm not going to introduce myself, but I'm just going to go right into the daily. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. All right, I got you. Okay. Here's some money to win some hot dogs and beers if you want them. If you listen to Bryce's advice. Bryce's advice. Smooth Jazz DraftKings. I like that. Listen, this is three weeks in a row that I've won, so... Not Just, the not the not not in a row. Advice. I'm sorry, but three weeks I've won in unsolicited advice. All right, listeners, buckle up and let me take you down the smooth. Yeah, what is the point of me even introducing you if you, you're what? doing it? What? I like it. What? I'll you. It's much better when you do it. The so continue. S- the smooth, windy road like the mustache on Charlie's face. A smooth face. and windy road. Smooth and windy road like the mustache on Charlie's face. Listeners, if you play DraftKings, you better listen up. I got some good advice for you. Charlie, you know I always start with my main man in charge, and that is the quarterback. Charlie, this week I'm playing the one, the only, the Dino Diddly Dong Jones at only a smooth $5,700, Charlie. You know I like him Costco cheap, Charlie, and that's what Dino Dong is this week, buddy. (laughs) Moving on to our men who totes the rock. Charlie, I'm talking about running backs here. Charlie, my running back of the week is going to be Devin Singletary at only $5,800. Charlie, again, you like, you know I love my values like I love shopping in the clearance aisle of the local Walmart, Betty. They know that they messed up not running Devin Singletary in the second half. And even in the first half, he popped off for 38, almost 50 yards, and two touchdowns. 38, almost 50, baby. <laughs> That's right. Smooth. <laughs> Smooth jazz. Smooth jazz, baby. Smooth and wide. Charlie, talking about the next dynamic <laughs> duo of pass catchers, Charlie. I'm starting off with big oh, money. I'm spending them bones, baby. Just like Bobby Bones spits out that beautiful music to the people. Charlie, I'm going with the one, the only, not the lamb chop, but the CD lamb himself at a smooth $7,500, Charlie. He is going to be all over that Vikings defense. 
Charlie, going on to his dancing partner for the night, I got the one, the only, the Darnell Mooney at only $5,400, Charlie. You can't get cheaper than shopping at Aldi. Or I meant shopping Bears wide receivers. (laughs) To wrap this thing up, Charlie, I have the tight end. And this is a bit of a punt play. And you got a defense too, right? Yeah, I do. I do. Let me get there. Kind of a punt play for my tight end. Just like uh, Smooth Jazz would rip out his... Little wooden thing for the flute and throw it into the crowd, even though the reed reed probably wouldn't work. Where are you going? I don't know. Yeah. Charlie, I'm going Trey McBride, though. That's one thing I do know I'm going with Zach Ertz out. Hold on a second. Hold on a second right there. Um, I, I like Trey McBride, but Max Williams, I'm pretty sure he's last year before they got Zach Ertz. The Cardinals we're talking about here. They had Max Williams, and he was playing like a bona fide tight end number one. He was. In fantasy. He was. He got hurt, so they traded for Zach Ertz. Yep. I think Max Williams is someone to look into, but I'll let you keep going. Sorry. But I just wanted to throw that out there because this is a point that I thought about earlier in the week. And I agree with you, and okay. the only reason why I went Trey McBride is because he's out snapping Max Williams. Okay, okay. So that's why I went with him. It seems like right. they're going with the younger, more talented pass catcher. Yep. Okay. Than cool. Max Williams. Cool. So twenty nine hundred dollars, a bit of a punt play, but there you always have one on your roster, especially if you want to go go up and go spend some cash. Twenty nine hundred dollars for a player. I mean, that's an absolute steal. He's yep. a great yep. plug and play here. Lastly, Charlie, you know I won't spend a single dime over $3,000 for a defense. I'm going Jets against the Patriots for only $2,800. I like my return on investment there. I'm not expecting a huge game, but I expect them to keep around the 10-point part, especially with sacks, picks, anything like that. I like that. I like that uh, defense especially. But, yeah, Charlie, that wraps up Daily Advice of the Week. All right. Good. That was – I mean, you had two intros. Yeah. It was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trap Taz? Yeah. Best segment in podcasting? That's right. Do it. Charlie. Bryce. What's chapping your ass? Bryce, what's giving you the red ass this week? Charlie, what's giving me the red ass this week is Costco. All right. It's not because of the toilet paper. See what I did there? Yeah, you woke up your dog. Yeah, I did. I did. All right, uh, Charlie. It's not. It's not because of Costco's toilet paper. It's because of Costco's purchasing uh, rules. Charlie, apparently, you're not allowed to use a Mastercard. No, Discover. Discover card. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I had to go buy a new TV, and I found that out. So I won't tell you the price of the TV, but I will tell you I had to use my debit card. And you were playing on the Discover. I was playing on Discover card, and I cried a little bit inside making that purchase on my debit card. Yeah, that, I got the executive does, points with the Costco card, so yeah, that was good. Yeah, it does sting. But though. that that it does sting. That hurt. That hurt. It was it was excitement, but it was more like 
Definitely got to do a little bit of a little bit of credit card research when you're going to a place to make a big purchase. It, that's that's the you moral know what, of this story. Well, I, I have not personally done research, but now I will. So I appreciate you, you know, taking the bullet on that one. The worst part, Kelly told me about it, and I had forgotten. Oh, oof! And I oof. have a Visa credit card, and I just forgot to grab it before heading up because I was so excited to go get it. And so that's why it's like. I have a chapped ass, but I have a really chapped ass because it's really on my own fault. Now, thankfully, Kelly gets paid this Friday. Like, we're, we're getting paid. Like, we got money coming in, so not a big deal. But, like, it's still, it really hurt the soul, and it's really chapped my ass because she even told me about it, and I didn't mm. completely fell off the brain. Yeah, that's yeah, tough. Yeah, no, yeah, it hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. Um. So I've got... Two, one minor chap to ask. Okay. Um, but they're both from work this week. Got a first-year apprentice. And so we had this room. It's an electrical room, and it's dug out. So, like, they tore up the concrete, and we dug three feet below uh, the floor so that we could put some conduit in. And I was standing down in that um, in that ditch, and she was standing above it, and... Her tape measure was on the ground, like, floor level, where I could grab it with my hand without bending over much. Um, But it was her tape measure. She was standing right in front of it. She's a first-year apprentice. And, wow, when I say this out loud, it may not sound like that egregious. But she goes, hey, while you're down there, will you grab me my tape measure? And she was standing, like, her cheek. touched it with her toe to point out which one it was that's lazy she didn't want to bend over and pick it up that's really lazy and i looked at her like my jaw dropped like are you serious yeah And and she straight up said i'm lazy she's a first year apprentice and i just Turned around. I did. I didn't even acknowledge it. You didn't. No, no absolutely not. Power move. Nice and job. Then, and then look at you go. But then all of a sudden, like twelve seconds later, she goes, "All right." I'm like, "Oh, you were serious. You really wow. did want me to pick it up." Wow. And she goes, "Yeah, you're right there." I'm like, "Absolutely not." Today. So today, she and another a second year apprentice were tasked with doing. They're putting. We just put up new lights in this building, and before we, before everything is done, they just put plastic over them to keep them from getting dusty. So that's all they're doing, putting basically trash bags over these lights. And I walked, I was doing my own thing, but I walked up near them, and the second-year apprentice was like, all right, you want me to get back up on the ladder? And she goes, yeah, I did one. I'm like, oh, you did one? How many, so how many have y'all done? And the second-year apprentice goes, oh, we've done about 18 at this point. I'm like, and you don't want to do a – you don't want to get back up on the ladder after one? I was flabbergasted. She goes, well, I've got short arms, and he does them so efficiently. And I'm like, well, it's because he's done 17 of them at this point. <laughs> yeah, right. You understand that you are the first-year apprentice. This is the – this is the work. Like you, it was very. You sound like this is like close to home very, for you. Very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. I'm 
I mean, I'm I'm only a third. There's four years. Yeah. So you're an apprentice for four years. I'm a third year, but yeah, I don't just like outwardly be lazy and say that I'm lazy and make ex- like that. It, it's just ridiculous to me. I yeah. mean, she's young. She's like 19 or something, but I mean. Like that's try. tough. Yeah. Try. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. You don't want to bend over and pick up your tape measure. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's pretty lazy. Wow. That blew my mind. That's pretty lazy. Um, oh, and then uh, the other little thing is of all the things I can cut myself on at work, we yeah. wear cut resistant gloves. Yeah. But I wasn't wearing my cut resistant gloves in this case because I was opening up a box of Krispy Kremes and I sliced the bejesus out of my pinky with on the, the box on the box of Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I know, I know. It's funny because it's they stiff. are so stiff. They are they they can holy cut. smokes. And yeah. I thought it was like an easy, just like slide your finger under and pop it open. Yeah, it is not. No, it's not. Those Krispy Kreme boxes they could do some damage. Holy cow! Yeah, how bad was it? Um, the cut itself, it was like I mean. A significant paper cut, but yeah. it's right in the crease. Ah, and so it's like it's really not like a big deal. Yeah, but it was just it's terrible spot. Yeah, very annoying. And that is know, the perfect definition of chapping ass. Like that is the right. perfect chapping ass thing. Also, Porta John Life. I use a lot of hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. And when you know, I it's like. Hand sanitizer is just <laughs> for me. Just like, it's, you got to, you know, it's it's like habit. It's like lemon in the eyes. I don't think about it. Yeah. yeah. And, oh my word. Dude, yeah. I, yeah. That was painful. That's that is the perfect answer for chapin ass. Like that is the perfect chapin ass. That's that, yeah. That one. Do you have? I have one last question before we end this thing. Do yeah. you have any updates for the um, Poor John Chronicles? Poor John Chronicles. Yeah. Um. Have has the new Portageon been graffitied? No, not yet. Okay. Have now, you started to put one liners in the like what's your are you gonna start no, so, it? Well here's the thing. Generally, I keep a marker in my hard hat. Yeah. But I take my hard hat off and put it on my truck bed before I go to the Portageons. Ah. So Just, I have not yet. You need to slide the marker in the in a pocket. pocket. Yeah. And head out there one day. Yeah, I guess I should. Yeah. I'll send updates. Yeah, yeah, please do. I can't wait. I All can't right. wait. Uh, Charlie, I'm looking forward to next week. When are we recording? Tuesday or Wednesday next week? Tuesday? Uh, Maybe. Okay. Haven't, TBD? Haven't, yeah, have not determined that. Charlie, next week, we're going to have something special for the listeners. We're going to have Thanksgiving-themed one-liners. And we have to try to make each other laugh, right? Exactly. Okay, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Should be a really cool segment. Uh, looking forward to it. I'm excited. Real quick, are we coming up with the one-liners on our own? Are we looking some up? Because I've come up with two. You can come up come up with them, find them online, whatever. Okay. You're, it's to your own creativity right. or or not, whatever. Right. I'm, I'm doing a little bit of both. Is there a one – is there like a – give me an example of a one-liner. Because I'm thinking – yeah. So I just Like a pickup sure. line, like a one-line, like a Thanksgiving okay. theme, like funny – one-liner, one yeah. Okay. So, like, the one that I have written downstairs on our um, uh, chalkboard is, you can mash my potatoes anytime. Oh, this is maybe... 
He he'll, he will have better ones. For yeah, yeah no, I, I mean that's that's why I offered this one up because it wasn't a okay. good one. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you looked at me like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, oh, I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, but that's why I offered it up because it's a cheesy one, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. real cheesy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No matter how you like it, mashed potatoes. That's right. That's right. All right, uh, <laughs> Charlie. We need to add this thing. This is we're, <laughs> this is getting out of hand. Uh, uh, like, Ray, subscribe, listen to uh, the uh, Sean, the voice, at the end of it. He'll tell you what to do. Uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, have a great weekend watching football. Good luck and fantasy. This has been the Unsolicited Advice Podcast. Don't forget to please like, rate, and subscribe. And check us out on Instagram at un.solicitedadvice underscore. Until next time, bet the over.